The following is a presentation of Muddy River News. Coming up on Muddy River Gems, brought to you by Dot Foods, a tour of the St. Francis of Assisi Church in Springfield that you will never forget. Father, have you um, gotten used to this beauty yet, or do you still come in here and sort of are I you still all inspired? Yes, I, I I, that's in fact the exact words I was going to use. It's still awe-inspiring uh -huh. when I walk through these doors into this beautiful church. Sisters did a great job uh, securely displaying for public veneration these relics. Most of them are first-class relics. That is, they're uh, bone fragments or, or hair, something you know physically mm -hmm. connected to the body of these saints. That's on the next Muddy River Gems, sponsored by Dot Foods. Find furniture for the family room, bedroom, dining room, or home office. With new items arriving every week, discover furnishings and inspiration to create a better life at home. Harvey's Furniture, our home, your home. Hey everybody, welcome to The Daily Muddy. I'm Brittany Bull, filling in for Ashley Conrad. And today my guest is Tony Didi from the Adams County Health Department. Hey Tony, how are you? I'm doing great, how are you? I'm pretty good. Hey, so what do you have for me today? Today, I have news about our Household Hazardous Waste Collection event. And that's a mouthful. It is a mouthful. And, uh, but you nailed it. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I practiced it before okay. I came here, walking, or driving in the car here, and repeated it multiple times. I don't think I can still say yeah. it. Household Hazardous, household hazardous uh, Waste yes. Day. Uh, yes. Okay. Household, household Hazardous Waste Collection Day. Yay! <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, so what is this? What does this consist of? So this is an event that uh, EPA, Illinois EPA, is co-sponsoring with the Adams County Health Department. So we're going to make this really confusing because while the EPA and the Health Department are getting, getting together on this event, we're actually having it out at the Adams County Highway okay. property. <laughs> okay. So we are going to throw all kinds of uh, tongue twisters in this event. Yeah. So it's a great event, and, and basically what it boils down to is anybody who has chemicals that they that is part of their home, mm -hmm. their residence, this is a great time. If you don't have a use for it anymore, you don't have anybody to give it away to use it, it in their house, and you just have to get rid of it, this is a great opportunity to get rid of these chemicals. Okay. What... Like what kind of chemicals? Like right now, it's the end of the season and a lot of people have closed up their pools. Maybe they have excess pool chemicals that they can't use next year. Great opportunity to get rid of it. Um, old pesticides, used motor oil. Um, some people who uh, maybe work on cars at home you know, as part of their, mm -hmm. their personal fleet of vehicles. Sure. Changing oil or old gas, they can bring it to this event and get rid of get rid of those kind of chemicals as well. So these are things that you don't normally throw away in your trash? Absolutely. We don't want them in your trash because these are the things that, you know, they get into the ground, groundwater, they, they cause problems and such. And, you know, we've heard, you know, issues in the, in the news lately yeah. about forever chemicals. And this is one of the steps that we can do to protect our groundwater from any kind of chemicals. So, so where do you take these hazardous chemicals? Well, we have been fortunate that um, uh, it used to be in the past. We were only able to get on this list once every seven years. Okay. So two years ago, we had an event, and uh, they told us at that time that we get enough traffic, enough participation, that 
we're worthy of having an annual event. Awesome. So that means come out and do it again. Come out and do it again. And our goal is, you know, first week of October uh, is, is our goal. Mm -hmm. Now, we have one scheduled last year, and something unfortunate happened. The uh, Illinois EPA contracts with a hazardous waste collection company. Uh, the interesting thing is, last year, the hazardous waste collection company's incinerator caught fire on the wrong part okay so we had to cancel last year's events so while i apologize to everybody who registered last year yes today we're today we're not smoking running. we're not smoking we're not we're we're not up in flames okay the, the correct part of the machine is flaming and and burning the chemicals like it's supposed to so that's exactly what we want and we can have this event well, that's good to year. hear yes um okay so I guess, uh, when is the event? This event is going to be, and that's a great question, <laughs> a week from Saturday. Okay, perfect. Um, so I'm not sure when this This airs. will air tomorrow. Okay, so week from Saturday, so that's October 7th. Mm -hmm. um, it goes from 8 in the morning until 3 in the afternoon. Now, we do ask for our participants to register, and this is open to all Illinois residents. Okay. Um, and if you've got a lot of uh, chemicals that you need to bring old medicine, uh, fluorescent bulbs that you can bring that, bring those as well. Uh, you know, if you've got a lot of stuff that you can't bring on your own mm -hmm. and you have friends and family that maybe drive a Missouri truck or whatever, we're not gonna stop you because you're driving a Missouri vehicle. Good to know. Yeah, uh, it is, it's intended for Illinois residents, but if you need to phone a friend from Missouri to help you carry it all, by all means, do it. Uh, and, and we're not restricting it to a single household. So if you have friends, family, elderly neighbors that need stuff brought in, when we reg when you register on our website, we're going to ask you how many households are you bringing in uh, hazardous waste for, just so we can show the EPA that we're worthy yeah, to have this event. Exactly. Bigger numbers, better. So then the EPA takes care of this hazardous material and they dispose of it properly is what you're they actually contract with a specialized company. Um, they're called Heritage Environmental. Mm -hmm. Heritage Environmental had to pull that. Nice, nice pull. Uh, uh, they contract with them, so they actually will pay them to do all the, the dirty work. Okay. So, yeah, it's an interesting setup. So, with the event, are we driving through? Is it a drive-through? It is a drive-through, and anybody who's been part of this event in the past have been used to driving into the highway complex from Main Street. Okay. We are going to reverse that direction this year. They're actually going to enter off of 54th Street. Okay. Um, it's the same road that passes um, uh, Home Depot. Uh huh. And there's a main entrance there for the highway department. And so we're going to have them enter that way and then exit what used to be the entrance. And then when they register, is there a time that are they given a time then after yeah, registration so that is. maybe right. relieves blockage in the right we only have so much uh -huh. um roadway to yes work exactly with, uh and and we don't want to block the so that's why registering is important right and it also gives us a good idea how many people to expect so we want to know uh have an idea of what our workload is and what the uh hazardous waste company's mm -hmm. workload is going to be. If somebody doesn't register, will you turn them away? If they turn them away. Okay. If, if you just are absolutely opposed to registering, we're going to get your information. Uh-huh. 
uh, when you come in. Do not. Or if they just forget, maybe. If they forget. And they still want to unload that paint. I would rather you come in Mm -hmm. and get rid of the material than not come at all. And And throw it in your trash. Throw it in the trash, dump it on the ground, whatever. Um, My recommendation is if you are just absolutely opposed to registering I'm going to sigh really big. (laughs) We need those numbers. (laughs) Um, Tony needs those numbers. I don't recommend under any circumstances coming within the first hour. Okay. Uh, Any event that the health department has, whether it's It's a clinic, everybody likes to line up ahead Mm -hmm. of time at the beginning, and that's when our biggest congestions are going to be. So mid to late morning Mm -hmm. is going to be a good time, early afternoon good time uh, but stay away from that eight o'clock hour you'll, you'll, you'll probably cause me to pull my hair out <laughs> there's one last thing uh in the list that i noticed it was actually i think in the release on our story on muddy river news was there are two different types of paints one and some people might be confused with that i'm i am myself so one is disposable that you can throw away right so if you have oil-based paints uh-huh. spray paints need to get rid of those you can bring those oil-based spray paints okay so those are the ones you don't throw in the trash right you can bring those to the uh household hazardous waste collection event nice uh and we'll get rid of those for you if it is a latex paint uh that is something you can get rid of yourself okay it's not toxic uh the best thing we do we recommend is you have a couple options pull the lid off let it dry on its own um, that takes a really long time if you have a lot of paint. Pour it into the bottom of a box mm-hmm. and takes a long time. Or if you want the down and dirty quick method, pour some kitty litter into it, mix it in there, okay. and dry it out. If it goes into the trash liquid, it's not going to hurt anything. But when that garbage truck compacts the trash, mm-hmm. um, it, might. it squirts all over and you make really unhappy garbage collectors. Understood. So, um, I'm not trying to make my garbage... Man, mad. Right. We want to keep them as happy as Absolutely. possible. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, how, I guess, any tips on how to transport this stuff in your car or drive through? Put it in your trunk. Yes. Um, or the back of your truck, mm-hmm. trailer if you need. Um, they will, you pull it in, you pull into the, mm-hmm. the event, they're going to take it out for you. Okay. All you have to do is put the car in park, pop the trunk. They are going to take care of all that work. Awesome. All and you right. know, this is a great week. Uh, citywide cleanups going on. It is. People are already out. Uh, the weather is nice. It's yeah. a good time to clean out before, I guess, the, yep. f- the fall clean. Yeah, they're, they're already sorting through things for the citywide cleanup, so why not? Perfect. Well, thank you, Tony, for getting this event together and providing this opportunity for us. Well, we are glad to have it. Well, thank you. Okay, coming up next is Coffee Talk, this time with... Britt B and Bobby G. Instant Replay is your local sports bar. With 18 big screen TVs, we have all the sports packages from college games to pro games. We offer daily drink specials and come check out the bullpen, our newly renovated beer garden. Instant Replay, 2739 Chestnut in Quincy. Welcome to the Abbey, a Quincy tradition. With six big screens, a new larger kitchen, and now more seating capacity, the Abbey is the place to be before, during, and after the big game. Come enjoy fan favorite appetizers, steaks, burgers, and a variety of daily food and drink specials. Can't join us? Carryout is available too. 
now with a convenient drive-up window to better serve you. 1736 Spring in Quincy. Opens at 3 p.m. Tuesday through Sunday. Come join all your friends at the Abbey, a Quincy tradition. The Liquor Booth is your home for a huge selection of beer, wine, and spirits. The Liquor Booth has two locations in Quincy, 3520 Broadway and 1500 North 12th Street. The Liquor Booth, where it's always happy hour. AMB Properties is Quincy's largest apartment rental company with hundreds of units available. They offer short-term and long-term rentals with one up to four bedroom apartments. AMB Properties meets the needs of its tenants with care, compassion, and a quality of service that exceeds expectations. AMB Properties also has a convenient tenant app for you to do your payments or make repair requests. Give them a call today. A&B Properties, 217-919-8080, Quincy. Are you looking for the perfect venue for your next special event? Check out Utopia Event Center. Utopia has a large banquet room and an awesome bar area, perfect for anything from birthday parties to formal corporate meetings. It also offers a photo booth, stage for a DJ or a live band, and a fully stocked bar, all for only $300. Check us out at utopiaeventcenter.com or call Barn at 217-430-6559 for more information. Utopia Event Center, 900 North 12th Street in Quincy. Welcome back, and it's Ashley's favorite segment, but without Ashley. Ready? Coffee, Coffee talk. talk! Ashley gone once again. <laughs> yes, and um, thanks for joining me. Glad to. Glad you're hosting because I got plenty of other stuff to do. Yeah. <laughs> so, I do. I know. I'm a I busy know. Guy. And and that took probably 37 times for me to like bring it back in because cuz all not... I got to do is cut it off at the cut it off at the beginning. You'll be fine. Nobody'll know except yeah. when we show the blooper tape later on down the road. I mean, I hope long long time down the road. Well, you know. All right. I mean, you know. Not in the, it's going to be not too distant future. Okay. What whatever. How's um well, before we get into our subject today, mm -hmm. how's your fantasy team doing? Undefeated. Mine is... A mash unit. Mine is... <laughs> yeah, everybody's hurt is, or dead. Mine is the most crippled team I have ever Every time she gets a new player, he, he gets hurt. So I think I should submit my team mm -hmm. for some kind of, you know... Review? Oh, yeah. No, they'll just go, oh my God. Well, I think they might think I might have intentionally picked all the injured players, but I was just picking You just intentionally picked the one injured player who I told you not to pick. That okay, one you did. That I did the out of notoriety, just, like yes. his name, C Cup, yes. boom. Mm -hmm. And then everyone else, I mean, I did out of name not notoriety too, because I don't know. Aaron Rodgers, gone. Yeah. Uh, Nick Chubbs, I did it because my... Dog was Chubbs. Yes. Yes. R.I.P. Chubbs. Um, and R.I.P. Nick Chubbs. No kidding. He is Derek Carr. Dead. Out for the, year. the guy you picked to get Aaron Rodgers. Now, out, he might not out for the year. He's probably out three or four weeks. But, yeah, um, you've got to, you, you play in a two-quarterback league, so you've got to get another quarterback now. I accidentally slipped my finger, and then, I mean, I don't even know who I picked, but it was tight end, and... Mm -hmm. I know that that those do not score me points. No, so. you put a tight end in your flex. He only got you five points. Um, yeah. So I'm not really. This isn't my. This isn't my. Like I'm not privy to this. This is my thing. What else isn't my thing? Um, interviews. So this week I'm filling in for Ashley. You're doing fine. Um, yeah, I guess you are. And I do appreciate the 
pep from everybody, but in all reality, when I'm behind here, it does not feel the same as when I'm behind the bar because maybe it's the blinding lights in my eyes or I don't know. I'm not really good at taking the lead in a lot of things so anymore. I used to be. So it's not the hosting part because when you come on with Ashley, there's no Yes, problem. I can I can talk and I'm good at speaking, I think. Not really. I'm not good at speaking. I'm good at saying what's on my mind for mm -hmm. the most part. I think I said the other day, um, the only thing I wouldn't say to somebody's face is... That their kid is ugly. I heard, yeah, I heard that. And then somebody goes, "Why would you say that anyway?" I'm like, "Well, I don't know. I'm just saying, like, I, I in, wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that in the instance of right. What wouldn't you say to somebody's face? Mm -hmm. It would basically be that your kid is not that cute. No. Um, anything else I think is kind of not, you know, it's off limits or not Fair off. Game. No, yeah, not off limits. So, okay. um. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not the interviewer of the year, that's for sure. But fine. who do you think – I do like to to listen to interviews. That's mm -hmm. like my my hobby, I think, when I'm walking my dog. If you see me and I'm laughing, you know, hysterically, it's not because I'm crazy. I mean, I might be a little crazy, but <sighs> it's – because I'm laughing mostly probably at whatever I'm listening to or enjoying whatever it is I'm listening mm -hmm. to. Obviously, podcasts are yes. all the rave and, you know, uh, hey. We're, we're doing our own podcast hey. now. And here we are. Um, and we hope you like our podcast because you might be watching this video, but we also do the podcasts that accompany these. And uh, the numbers on the, on the podcast and the audio are a lot lower than the video numbers, but they're coming up. Yeah. So. That's what we're working on. We're building something every day. We just try to build and do more and do better and do content. And Brittany's job is to be a content creator, and she does a great job at that. Well, so thank you. I appreciate it. That's your. That should. That's what we should have put on your card was content creator. Not not course. It was special. It was special cor correspondent. Which I thought was nice, and she. I went, said Ur. I'm not special. <laughs> Okay. Um, but as interviews. far as interviews, um, well, the classic was Mike Wallace um, on 60 Minutes. You know, I'd watch 60 Minutes just to watch him grill people. And uh, he had a lot of balls and uh, asked tough questions. And I just, I always thought that was great. Um, now, um, on podcasts, I really like uh, Kara Swisher. She does an excellent job. Um, she's pretty, she's very liberal, mm -hmm. um, but I think she does a great job. And I, I think like she's her very too. Thorough. And she's also, she's a great reporter before she became this podcast queen. She was a great reporter, especially a tech reporter and worked for the Wall Street Journal and did a lot of work. She's written books on Silicon Valley. Um, she's great. And uh, Scott Galloway, who is her co-host on Pivot, I really like. His interviewing style is not as good as Kara's, but that's because Kara is a professional journalist. Scott is a professor at New York University who also does podcasts. So, okay. Uh, I like them a lot. And then um, if you remember, do you did you ever remember the old show uh, that was on Bravo, the Inside the Actors Studio? The fella, the fella who hosted that, his first name was James, and now his last name just totally escaped me. He was really good because he'd have all these actors on, and mm -hmm. he would just do these great interviews, and then – his his la his closing question every time was, um, when you leave this mortal plane and you and you head to the pearly gates, uh, what do you hope to hear from 
what do you hope to hear or something like that. And it was always very thoughtful and insightful, and people usually gave really good answers to that. So those are the kind of the guys and, and gals who I think have done uh, a really good job uh, in, in getting people to answer questions. Um, you know, I wasn't alive when Edward R. Murrow was doing his thing, but I've watched some of the old clips, and he was fantastic. I mean, we have journalism awards and scholarships and things named after him. Um, so... Um, but that's kind of, those are the people I've kind of, of looked at. Um, and I know, you know, you were the one who got me turned on to the Smartless podcast, mm -hmm. and I just think it's fabulous. Not so much the interviewing, it's just the banner between them. I was going to say, you know, they're not the greatest interviewers. Out of all three of them, I think uh, Jason Bateman has it with the thought-provoking questions. He's mm -hmm. also my uh, unconventional crush, I guess. Uh, okay. I don't know why. Everyone has an unconventional celebrity sure. crush, and mine is Jason Bateman. Who's yours? Unconventional? Yeah, like not somebody that people would normally think of for a celebrity crush. I was like Helen Mirren. Um, re uh, red hair. No, no wait. she's conventional. Oh, wait, I know who you're talking about. Helen Mirren, yeah. Yes, okay. Yeah. Okay. No, no, Christina Hendricks is definitely the, a conventional crush. Uh, but, the crime um, show? Uh, yeah, crime show, and then she was, of course, on Mad Men. Okay. She made her, uh, that's where she became famous, so to speak. But Helen Mirren would be my, my other one, yeah. I think that most of the interviews that I found compelling, or even viewers, are pretty much celebrities. I don't know, I guess, if you will. Um, the first one that comes to mind would be Oprah. Um, I think her biggest interview, I could be wrong, her biggest viewed interview, but then again, it's the power of the internet is the Harry and Meghan interview, which is probably one of her more recent ones. I would think there would be more compelling ones. I don't know. Um, Barbara Walters, her interview with Monica Lewinsky, mm -hmm. which... Um, I don't know. I was a little young for that, so there are some aspects of that I don't remember. <laughs> you can always rewatch it on YouTube, I'm sure. Yeah, I think it's one of the m the most watched ones on YouTube. Um, Erin Moriarty. Erin Moriarty. Yeah. Um, yeah. She's a pretty good. Not so much. Um, I mean, I don't want to say she's not good at on, on camera, but the, just her follow back in journalism, I thought was pretty cool. Um, I look forward to seeing her interview, her local interview that she had here. Um, I liked Maureen Maher a lot from 48 Hours and got to, mm -hmm. I got to know her. Yeah, and her a you lot. said that. And, uh, but now she's, uh, uh, she's out of the news business. I believe she's doing some, uh, some work, uh, uh, some, some, something along the theological lines. So, um, haven't talked to her in a long time. Used to you know, running. I, you know, got to know her when the Loveless stuff was going on and Forty Eight Hours was coming down here. And then when I was working in Chicago, we you know met up for dinner a couple of times. That's and pretty cool. Just a really, really, just a just a wonderful down to earth person. Cool. That's awesome. I think the initial person that got me into listening to interviews was. Um, Howard Stern. Yeah, he's kind of the, he's kind of every, yeah. Stern, he's everyone's. Stern's the guy that people, I mean, he, and he does a great job. Okay, um, but he has become unlistenable to me. Like, I, I originally bought my, or asked for, for a Christmas gift, my serious subscription for Howard Stern. Mm -hmm. And 
his interviews. It was the interviews that I wanted right. to hear more than anything. And yeah, I don't know. For me, it's it's too much anymore. Um, it's kind of interesting though to see somebody change their entire existence or being through their, I guess, kind of pol. It's through their politics ish. I don't know if you would call that, but I mean, COVID COVID changed Howard Stern. COVID yeah, he turned most, him. He was the most outgoing guy anyway. He was always a little on the reclusive side, mm -hmm. but then when COVID hit, he, this was like heaven for him. He just totally in, just supreme introvert. Mm -hmm. right after that, yeah, so. but it's just putting so much of it. I don't know. Yeah, I I have to turn it off. So the person that I turned on. But he kind of holds the same stance, but it's not so much down your throat, is Conan. Mm -hmm. um, his podcast is amazing to me, I think. It's uh, the new, my new Sirius click, Channel 106 on Sirius. Please, Conan, play this. What's the name of it? No, I'm just saying out loud. Maybe oh. maybe one of his producers will hear this, and I'm like, you can hashtag please, him when, hashtag we, when we share this. You can share Conan. Hashtag Conan. There you I go. like uh, his assistant Sonus a lot. She her um, obnoxious laugh. I don't want to say that, but it's it reminds me of mine a little bit uh, oh. when I hear it on playback. Yes, you have it's, an obnoxious laugh. Yeah, oh. it's it's pretty bad. Oh no, no, yeah. Um, I don't know. So I think those are my people right now. Don Imus was great, too. Another old radio guy. Um, passed away a few years ago. He, in his prime, he was outstanding. And I would watch his show in the mornings um, because CNBC carried it. Before, or then MS, MSNBC before, like, Morning Joe took over. So. Mm -hmm. Who's your favorite late-night person? Well, it was Carson. And yeah. Then, and then Letterman. Yeah, I would say Letterman. Letterman's up there with interviews, too, I guess. But he also got kind of creepy. I don't know. And then uh, I, yeah, the other. I mean, Kimmel. The other guys are fine. I just don't. I just don't watch it much anymore. I used. I mean, used to stay up and you know. I mean, when I was a kid, or when you know, when Carson was Carson, you'd stay up and watch the monologue. And mm -hmm. if you liked the guest, you'd watch the guest. If you didn't like the guest, you'd go to bed or yeah. you'd go out when you were in college or whatever. So, I mean, because Carson was all the way through college for me, and then um, and then Leno. I always Leno was fine. Um, and then uh, I'll tell you what's fun, and it's really not an interview per se, but it's it's when Seinfeld does his comedians in cars with coffee. Yeah, those are great. I mean, it's just it's, and again, it's not a hard hitting interview. It's just fun, and then they go get coffee, and yeah, it's those are the best interviews though. Yeah. Sometimes yeah, that's very when much you really so. get to know somebody. Um, what are I was looking up? I guess the most groundbreaking interviews. The only one that I, I guess that I can remember. What that noted in me was uh, it was a serial killer that Piers uh, Morgan interviewed. And mm -hmm. in the interview, this was, I think, in the 70s. I could be wrong. The serial killer, I don't know his name either. You know, way to go. Way to retain. But um, that he said in the middle of the interview, I guess, why he did the things mm -hmm. he did. Which, I mean, that's something for an interviewer to crack is sure. impressive. Um, you know, Steve Croft's interview with, uh, Bill and Hillary Clinton, um, when all that stuff first started happening with his, um, problems when he was a candidate. Did Barbara Walters interview them too, or no? I'm sure at some point, but Steve Croft, I think, did the original okay. one, I think, for 60 Minutes, because it came on right before 
or after the Super Bowl. I don't remember, but mm-hmm. when that was all going on. So that was a pretty big one. And then, um, yeah, just yeah, you really can't, you know, think of any others off the off the top of my head. I mean, there's always been, you know, you'll see again, you'll, you'll watch a certain interview or you'll watch an old, you'll watch some flashbacks or whatever. And, you know, they're always good, but you know, the ones that, like I said, the ones that stand out are the ones, you know, like you said, with, uh, you know, Oprah with Megan and Harry, and mm-hmm. those are the ones that seem to really garner all the attention. Um, I think but, some of that's the internet though. And oh, the power sure. of the internet, because some oh, sure. of, I think some of these other interviews might've been better in the 90s that Mm -hmm. i'm remembering yeah but we didn't have hashtags and the internet right and uh, yeah going back to again going back to murrow going back to 60 minutes going just there's so many over the years that you could look at and Mm -hmm. uh, or listen to and go back and do a refresher on so but again it's always good it's always good to go back and listen and again my interviewing style is i've always tried to be uh you know just like we're having a conversation and I've always talked to you about this and when you interview people we're just sitting down whether it's with a coffee or a beer or whatever we're just sitting down having a chat and that's the best way to do it and to forget the cameras and the lights are there you just sit here and you talk that part I think I can do it's the scripted in my head but we don't have a teleprompter uh, well, we have a teleprompter if you want to use it we no use I it. don't want to use it because then I will sound Actually, even hated teleprompter when I'm Doing the thing over and over and over again, I'm like, oh man, I sound like AI. That is something that I don't want to sound. But also, in Ashley, I mean, remember when we first started the Daily Muddy, Ashley would do like this little scripted monologue yes. about something. And then when we started just doing the multiple interviews, that's when she got her groove. That's yes. when she really got, you know. Oh, I watched. That, that was not, oh, I know. Yeah, you're a part of the team. I mean, but it, yeah, that was not her forte. I mean, I could sit there and read a teleprompter all day long because I did it for years Mm -hmm. in tv um but it's again going back to being a people person like you guys are whether it's bartenders or service industries or sales or whatever you do it's just about sitting down and talking and once again once you forget about the cameras and the lights it's really easy that and i need to realize that uh silence is okay yes i think uh that's something that is in the service industry that's something you don't want. So that might be why, you know, we talk over each other sometimes. And you don't, again, you don't need, I mean, I've, you know, over the years, I'll listen to myself and I'll have an uh or an mm when I'm trying to think. And then I, I really, then after I watch the interview, I'm mentally, okay, don't do that. And mm-hmm. you need to watch the interviews. I know you don't like to watch yourself, but you need to watch them because you learn from watching them. You learn from listening. I, I used know. To, when I would do a ball game, on the road i would have the tape of my game and i would listen to the game on my way home that i just did Mm -hmm. to say oh i sucked oh that was a good call oh whatever you have to do that if you're going to get better well i guess i will uncomfortably watch this daily muddy tomorrow yeah you should i will and after that i think um after that, this will be my the, the end of my stint for a while, and I'm tag teaming it back to yeah, <laughs> to Ashley. Yeah, we'll have we'll have that. Then we'll have Club Buddy, and then Ashley's back next week. So sounds lovely. I, I'm looking forward to it. But um, thank you for today, and thanks sure. for our chat. Anytime. And joining me on Coffee, Coffee Talk. Muddy River News, our home, our news.